Hello, and welcome to another edition of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, smile. It's not what you think. It's actually a new type of material. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's Daily Bolt. So today we uh, come to you with the field of material science, which I don't normally talk about, uh, but today is one of those days where I looked through a bunch of, of science news and not a lot caught my eye until I saw some of the pictures that are associated with uh, this particular article, uh, one of which I am posting as well in the podcast group. And we're talking about a, a problem where fluorescent dyes, once they get incorporated into a solid material, are not as fluorescent uh, as they would be if the dye was able to stay in a liquid state or perhaps even into something like what we would call a plastic state, uh, it, which uh, would seem solid, but it is malleable, and that makes a difference. Uh, we're talking about you know, solids like your kitchen table, your floor, uh, your walls that are definitely not plastics. So the problem is whenever you take a fluorescent dye, and there actually ends up being more than a hundred and hundred thousand, there we go, a hundred thousand different fluorescent dyes available. I have trouble sometimes saying the word fluorescent, so this is going to be an interesting podcast to get through. But with these hundred thousand plus fluorescent dyes uh, in liquid form, uh, very, very few of them, maybe a handful, uh, can be mixed and matched to create an optical material that is as fluorescent as the material would be if you're just looking at the dye by itself in its liquid or plastic state. They undergo a process when incorporated in a solid called quenching. And this quenching process is similar to radio and TV signal interference, uh, light wave interference, sound interference, which I haven't really talked a lot of, but uh, uh, the authors of the study, one from Indiana University in Bloomington, Indiana, and one from the University of Copenhagen, uh, come up with an analogy, which maybe will make this a little bit clearer to you. Uh, if you consider uh, a situation where children are sitting in a library, listening to the librarian and the story time. Uh, the longer the story time goes on, the more the children begin to uh, get a little bit restless and they start poking each other and otherwise uh, interfering with each other's listening to the story. And you may get to a point where suddenly if you stop the story and ask the children what you were talking about, they may have no idea because they were so distracted, everything got canceled out. And so it's the canceling out, that's this interference process, which is what happens with these dye molecules once they get incorporated within a solid material. In effect, the dye molecules are touching each other and interfering with their own fluorescent effects. So to counter this, uh, we actually needed to make a new type of material. And uh, if you put the fluorescent dye into a new class of material that is called a small molecule, Ionic Isolation Lattice. That's where the SMILE acronym comes from. I'm sure the researchers spent hours thinking of that. Um, you can keep the dye uh, to be as fluorescent in a solid state as it is in a liquid or a plastic state. This is actually fairly huge. 
uh, and this has lots of applications uh, where you need uh, particular optical properties. I mean, you can think of relatively mundane things like uh, having uh, uh, materials that glow in the dark that you could use for landscaping or night lights. Uh, you could use them in uh, laser technologies, bioimaging. Uh, uh, applications and even solar energy harvesting um, and there are many possibilities here and uh, particularly now that you could actually uh, once these products are patented commercialized and mass-produced uh, you could probably find a way to incorporate them as the authors did within 3d printed uh, polymer objects and so uh, key to this is uh, one particular uh, solution, uh, which is a solution of the, the dye, the colored dyes that is in its liquid state, very fluorescent, with something called cyanostar, which is a star-shaped molecule. The cyanostar prevents the fluorescent molecules from interacting as the mixture becomes a solid. Uh, you can think of it as like a traffic cop in between the individual fluorescent dye molecules. And then as the mixture becomes a solid and you have these uh, smile molecules forming, you can actually grow them in and then extract a dry powder from them, put them into a th the dry powder into a thin film, which is then applied to your 3D uh, printer polymer material. Uh, and the pictures that I am uh, putting up on the uh, podcast group that relate to this particular podcast, uh, that's exactly the process that was used to create the materials. And you'll get to see them in normal lighting conditions as well as in the dark, where you see just how brilliantly they, gr they glow as a solid. In fact, in many ways, they're far more brilliant at night than they are in terms of looking in, in uh, daylight. So... Uh, the next step for this, I mean, before it even gets into patenting commercial applications, etc., they want to further study the properties of the end products, uh, these 3D printed objects, other materials that they go through this process and apply it to, to make sure you get the same effect with uh, various other types of solid materials that you apply this uh, mixture of the dye and cyanostars uh, that's grown in crystals and then extracted into powders and applied with a thin film uh, on top. Uh, they don't know the limits of these materials. They don't know the limits of the process. So uh, there's still a bit of work to be done before you start seeing these things pop up around lawns in your neighborhood. But it might be an interesting idea. The next problem that might happen if once that happens is finding a way to make them less portable because they'll be colorful enough and maybe too easy to take off your property. Uh, so we'll leave it there for now. For today's Daily Bolt, I'm Dr. Jeff Tilling. Good night, good morning, good afternoon, and stay safe.